Hey everyone, you're listening to InfoQuench with Jeff and Amy. We're chatting about how to get the most out of life and covering a ton of interesting topics. So there's sure to be something for just about everyone. Let's get to it. Hey everybody and welcome to InfoQuench. I'm your host Jeff. And I'm Amy and this episode we're going to talk about how to get happier by making a don't want list. Don't want. So a list of things that you don't want in your life. That's it exactly. How did I know that? I just, I just knew. I did all that research. Yes, your uh, mind reading skills never cease to amaze me. So, what would, what sort of things would be on this list? Well, that's what we're going to talk about, and that's we're going to I start figured. off with. <laughs> 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 we're going to start off with a quote, and the quote for this episode is: "Wealth consists not in having great possessions, but in having few wants." Mm, that's true. The less you want, the more wealth you have, the more happiness. That surrounds you. I mean, not to always go back to uh, the philosophy that Murray has instilled into our brains, but the less you have, the more breathing room you have in your life. You know what I mean? Less stuff you have. Well, that's true. And the, and the less you want, the more content you are with what you have. And I should say that quote was by Epictetus. Epictetus. Yes. Good old buddy of mine from high school. Yeah, in case, you, in case you're listening, Epictetus, great quote. Yeah, great quote. <laughs> But no, we often do talk about gratitude as a way of being happier and being content, being grateful for the things that we have. But uh, there's also a special joy found in not wanting things. And the inspiration for this episode came from a blog post I read by a gentleman named Joshua Becker, who is a minimalist. And I I love his stuff, but it was uh, an interesting blog post. And so I wanted to expand on that and talk about this whole concept of a don't want list for this episode. And when we do focus on what we don't have, like if that becomes our, our obsession, in acquiring things, right. then we'll just never be at a point of being satisfied. Especially if you, you, the things that you want that you feel you don't have are very expensive. Because people can just go into a hole into not having the money to pay for things. Well, that's true. Keeping up with the Joneses sort of thing, you know? Who are these Joneses? And why I don't are they, know. Why are they so fast that we can't even keep up with them? I know. How, how do they get so fast? <laughs> that's something I'll have to look up. Next episode, I'll have an answer. Who are the Joneses and yeah. why are they so great? And why do we all want to be like them? I think it started after the war and people like were buying things like crazy. There was a huge economic boom in the United States and people just always wanted to outdo one another. Are you, I, think, I feel like you're making this up I as think, you go along. No, I, I really do think that's what where the keeping up with the Joneses. But why the Joneses? And I think it, it was a common. I think it was a common family name at the time. I like Jones. I love how you just are just going with this. Yeah, I'm just making stuff up, and but I, I, it does seem feasible though. And does it also link to I'm I'm Jonesing for a whatever I'm Jonesing for a hamburger? I don't know where that. I think that's a strictly Canadian uh, saying, don't you think? I don't. I don't really know, but. Well, yeah, we're way off topic, but it's true. When we focus on what we don't have, we always will feel a little bit of a void. Like we're, we're empty and it can cause us to stay in jobs that we don't enjoy because we have golden handcuffs and we, we need that salary to keep buying more and more things that we are coveting. Yeah. We, as a, as a sort of a family unit, we tend to try and, and not buy things that we don't need, even though, you know, there are some things we would need, but we just don't, we don't buy them. 
we yeah. just hate shopping. Yeah, we. Yeah, that, I think that's what it boils down to. It's is, not even the spending of money. It's just I hate the whole act of going to a store, waiting, yeah. in, going and picking out something, and waiting in All line. Right. Watching people. Our son buy. Huxley it doesn't like shopping now either. Like it's a family thing now. I know. Anyway. Which is why great. we were left getting school supplies the week prior and we joined the other parents in our city in a frenzy for finding <laughs> duic tangs yes. of a certain It's color. funny because you tasked me to that early in the week and I went to Staples and I found whatever I could, which was like four or five different items. And then when I was talking to the cashier, I'm like, Where can I find these duo tanks? And she's like don't even bother going anywhere else. There's so many people coming in here and they've gone everywhere else and then they come here last and we don't have them either. So nowhere, there's no dual tangs in the entire city. I'm like, all right, that that's it for my shopping. Thank you very much. Yeah, you went to one place. <laughs> I did. The next day I went to 13 places. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And I got them. That shouldn't happen. I went to four different Dollaramas in four different locations. That's crazy. And I actually had searched Facebook. I searched the term duotang to see if people were posting about it in our city and there were a lot of posts really people were looking for orange duotangs and they thought, people what? were like maybe the ndp is bought up all the orange duotangs oh yeah um if you're listening from somewhere outside of canada ndp is one of our political parties and we have a federal election coming up so uh that's what that's all about Anyway, long story short, it ended happily with me having all of the unicorn items on right. my long school supply list. And next summer, I will do it much earlier. I know. All I needed was someone to say, oh, yeah, there's none in the entire city. I'm like, good enough for me. I'm yeah. not going to look. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> good enough for me. Yeah, Jeff was out. His, his work was done. So let's talk a little bit more about this don't want list. And this isn't an exercise in judging people who do want certain things. Uh, you know, there are people who just desire something for whatever reason. Maybe they just had a childhood dream of owning a pony. Or owning an island. It. Or owning an Some island. Some people want to buy islands. Yes. Beachfront island hunt. Well, I enjoy whatever. watching that on HGTV. Oh, is that what it's called? I just, I thought Beach, I... Uh, well, no, it's not beachfront beach... island hunt, is it? No. No. That doesn't sound There's right one about islands, I think, and one about beachfronts. Yeah. And then there's one about everything. Really. I can't believe there's a show where people just run around the world buying islands. Yeah. It's an I interesting just... thing, isn't it? And we love watching it. But there are people who do have certain things that they want. and But then there's other people who just want bigger and better all the time. So I remember going through a phase in my life, and I don't think that this is uncommon, when we sort of move through the seasons of our lives and we're... Early on, as, as a kid and a teenager and starting our career, we want the big house. We want right. an expensive car. We, you know, we want the, the big wardrobe with the walk-in closet. And all of those things are maybe what we link to status and maybe popularity. Yeah. But as you grow older, you start to reevaluate. And you're like, oh, that big house comes with a big lawn mm -hmm. that I have to mow. Or well, that's a, that big house has you know, a lot more area to clean and yeah. to heat and to paint and to maintain. That's true. I'm curious. I, 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 I hope, hopefully I'm not putting you on a spot too much, but what, can you think of something that you wanted early on in life that you, that now you're just kind of like, yeah, I can't believe I wanted that. Like I, do you know what I mean? Uh, well, you know, I actually thought I wanted sunshine every day. Oh, like living in the tropics kind of thing, you mean? Well, yes. And I think yeah. eventually I, that is something we would like to do and, you know, for short periods of time. But I've come to really enjoy the seasons and I love the rain. You do. And that actually brings me to our definition for this episode. Oh. And it is 
petrichor. Ah, yes. That's funny because <laughs> there's this group that I like to listen to every once in a while called Fish, and they have a song called Petrichor. P-E-T. Oh, okay. Cool. R-I-C-H-O-R. Yes. Right. Petrichor. Petrichor. Jeff, you have won the spelling bee. I know. I, I did. I'm, I'm very impressed. Now, can you please, as your reward, tell our listeners what that word means? I do believe it's the smell of an oncoming rain or, or post rain or something like that. Yes, that? post rain. It's the post pleasant, rain. earthy smell after rain. Yeah, I love that smell. Me too. And Petricor. I love that word. Petricor. I love that there's a word for that. If we had sunshine every day, we would never know of petrichor. We'd never experience the smell That's after a good point. rain. That's a really good point. Right? So, and, and that obviously is something to experience. I mean, other things... I don't know if I've ever particularly wanted a, a career that was all about power or status but i've always i think wanted something that was secure and so that you know i didn't have to worry financially but as i grow older i realize having you know an excessive amount of money has its downfalls as as well so yeah you taxed more you're i mean that's not just the only thing but like uh, i mean if you're (laughs) if you're making the money like you probably feel a little guilty about actually not spending it sometimes. Like, why accumulate all this money and not spend any? I don't but then know. you don't want anything. I wonder how guilty some of those you know, know, anyway. top 1% are feeling. But let me ask that question to you. Was there something that you wanted when you were younger that you no longer want? Well, actually, all I can think about is something that I wanted when I was younger that I still want. So <laughs> and what is if that? I could just share that. All right, you <laughs> well, go ahead. I remember like, when I was like a young teenager... I was surrounded by older teenagers, like, you know, like 18, 19 year olds. And I was like 12 or 13. They all had those little mopeds, like scooters. Okay. And I always wanted one. I remember going to the Honda dealership and getting the, the uh, you know, the brochure brochures on all the different, uh, on the, all the different scooters and stuff. And I always wanted one, but they were like close to. I don't know, like seven, eight hundred dollars at the time. That was unconceivable to have. Where would you drive the scooter if you were to have one now? Uh, I just drive it along the city streets. To Never the take it. Store? Yeah, well, no, not the grocery store. Yeah, just, <laughs> this I, is me saying look, how impractical scooters are. Would you drive it in the snow? I would be the only guy in St. John that would look like what I saw so much in Vietnam and and in Cambodia, where they were just like laden, like all these all these like sacks and stuff like you can barely even see the person the the scooter was just like flattened to the ground because it had so much stuff if i went to the grocery store that is right if i had a scooter so maybe you would like to drive it on the highway in people's blind spots absolutely not that would be one thing that i would not do and i wouldn't even take it onto the highway i don't think and you couldn't drive it if you were going anywhere with her son i could go back and forth to work though and not use our gas this is. These are all the the things that I think about. So probably be about three days out of the year that it would be practical to drive this moped. Three days of the year. Oh, three months. You, did you say three days? Or three I said months? three days. N- no, wrong. You'd be carrying things. It'd be, no. You, it'd be raining. No, I'd drive it all the time. The right. hucks on the back. We we will see someday. Someday you'll have that. Maybe when we move to that island that we buy and we have to get around the island, you can have a moped and that'll. Sounds good. <laughs> this I'm is supposed in. to be about our don't want list. I don't I want a moped. But I actually do want a moped. Someday. Uh, but uh, okay, let me just quickly think of something that I wanted when I was younger that I realized that it was not even worth owning. No, I can't. I can't even think of anything, honestly. I can't. Did you ever want a horse? 
No. Did you ever want a sports car? No. Actually, no. I've no? never wanted a sports car. Did you ever want a boat? No. Did what? Really? You yeah, want really. any of these things? I've never. Want, I, I might. I, I wanted a train at one point. A whole train. A train would be cool. No, I, I, I never even wanted. Maybe a train. that's why you're. You are or, so content. Or an airplane. Or uh, anyway, uh, yeah. Anyways, let's go on with this list. So the longer your don't want list becomes, such as Jeff's. Jeff seems to have a very long don't want list with only one item on his want list. That I want. Um, yeah. <laughs> it, but the, the easier it is to sort of reject empty consumerism, you know, and not waste your money on things yes. that and you don't need and spend it on things like creating memories and experiences and taking great vacations or, you know, just going out to nice dinners, things that, uh, you know, will keep rewarding you with awesome memories and yeah. spending like time con- with family. consumer fetishism. It's like you have the fetish about having something, consuming things like more and more and more. Like, and then usually the more you consume, the more, obviously the more money you spend and then the more money you spend, the more broke you are. <laughs> so anyway. to spiral down to not being happy. Yeah. So I would encourage our listeners to make a little list of things you don't want. Even when you're surfing through social media and you see a post and maybe somebody you know, an acquaintance or a friend, and they're posting, uh, you know, and you think it's something that you would normally want or that you envy, you know, think about the reasons why maybe you actually don't want that thing. Why some things are really, you know, are better in your imagination than they are in reality like islands and scooters <laughs> like islands. i know right. islands would be so much work yeah yeah not it would be, i mean the work would be made a lot easier if you had a scooter though <laughs> just to scoot around the blogger who wrote this article suggests starting with some absurd items like a rocket ship or a banana farm or a bus and you know the longer we live the more things get added to our don't want list right i mean how many times have you heard people talk about people being on their deathbed and they you know what was the most important thing in life and you know it, it's love Getting rid and spending of those time. records <laughs> i never want to leave those records to that's anybody that's something i see yeah. i bet you you would love to have a more expensive record player and whole uh, stereo system yeah yeah this i'm just growing jeff's want list because it bothers me that you don't have at least a few things that you want Otherwise, it's more, it's just too easy to create this don't want list. Well, one thing that I would really love to have is like a, a really like comfortable, well-lit studio to create my art. Oh, okay. So that's one thing I would really love to have someday. I'll see. So it's growing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I want to talk a little bit about just finding more happiness and contentment in your life in general, because the don't want list is one thing that you can do. And it's kind of a fun exercise to go through and and contemplate what you used to want in life versus, uh, you know, how sh- that list has hopefully gotten a little shorter as you move through. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I want to talk about just some different ways to get happier in general. You know, just going back to things that I always wanted more space in a house, but I really am attracted to the idea of tiny house living. Yeah, I, like, I, I was obsessed with that as well. Remember, I had this couple week, uh, you know, span where I was trying to see how we could convert our Subaru into a, into a living oh, arrangement. Yeah. Jeff, Jeff, came, <laughs> Jeff came across this video of these tents that you can basically They're amazing. install on the roof of your Subaru or your SUV. Yeah, and amazing. 
and it, it's just a way of camping off the ground and it's with oh. you everywhere you drive. And uh, so, yeah, we were going, to, Jeff was going to uh, have us live out of our, our car. Yeah. If we go camping, it would be an easy way to uh, to do it, right? It's like the VW van experience You're not in the, on the ground. Uh, 21st century. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it's like. You could sleep like up to four people and, and on top of your car. It's pretty crazy. That seems a little, like I would have. I mean, there's a lot of benefits, you know, bugs, like ants yeah. wouldn't be up wouldn't there, be right snakes, the, yeah. spiders, snakes. maybe the spiders would get there. It'd be less damp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you worried about snakes when you go camping? Shot, when you go In Canada? Camping. Yeah. <laughs> we You're have funny. snakes here. We have snakes. They could find their way If in you the didn't tent. worry about everything, who would, right? Because I'm not going to. <laughs> That's right. So someone's got to do doing, it. I'm holding the worry yeah. for the entire family. You are. That is a cross to bear, I, I tell would, you. I would love to be able to like look back through time to see how many disasters you avoided by worrying about stuff. I know. We'll never know. I know. We'll never know. Well, it, we'll know some of them. It, it may be none. Like missing entire flights to Europe. Yeah. What happened there exactly? Like, well... I decided to double check, triple check our flight times, and I checked them literally just a few days before, and the flight time had been bumped up. They changed it on us. They changed it to an earlier time. We would have completely missed our initial flight, which would have forced us to miss a connection flight and missed our entire European experience, our pre-baby European extravaganza. But don't, I'm just curious, (laughs) not to harp on this too much, but like, uh, don't they have to inform people when times well, change? Well, that's what we thought. And so they, we wouldn't have been charged for that. We would have just got on the next flight. Well, yes, but we would have missed all of our yeah. connecting flights. Oh, yeah. And our whole and all of our other items that were reserved would have been thrown out the window. And yeah, yeah. So well, I good job. It. You, yeah. That was one that you, yeah, you. Nine avoided. years ago, mm-hmm. there was something that I did that averted. And now I have justification for every other time that I true. double, triple check things. Yes. Ways to find happiness and contentment. I talked about being grateful, but that is definitely one. Practice being grateful. And, you know, we're t- told as kids to say thank you for things. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to teach our kids not just to say the words, but to actually understand what that means. To yeah. be thankful, to be grateful that somebody gave something to, to us to yeah. g- or did something for us or uh, have given us a gift and to be grateful for that thing that we have. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a that's a really important thing to instill in kids, period. Well, know. and grateful people tend to focus on the good things in their life, and they don't focus yeah. on the things that are lacking, you know, yeah. and, and feeling that emptiness. And You can always think in life things could have been a lot worse. That's true. I actually practice this even when I'm working out. At the end of a workout, I will do a little moment of gratitude for my health and wellness to be thankful for that to be thankful for the health and wellness of my family and then to be thankful for the health and wellness of my greater community which is all the more important during the ongoing pandemic but the reason I had started doing that is a lot of times when we're sick and I remember thinking this like the last time I would have had a flu or just been really wretchedly sick Mm -hmm. oh that time that remember we had like Oh yeah, we both had vomiting and it was was fever. It was really bad. Anyway, we'll spare you the details. But when I was sick, I remember the last time I was really sick saying to myself, 
once I'm past this and I'm feeling well and healthy, I'm really going to be grateful for that and not take it for granted because when you are sick, it is miserable. So hopefully you're listening to this listeners and you are healthy and well uh, at this time and that you can take a moment to be grateful for that because it's just what you do though like after being sick and stuff and then we get into the swing of regular not being sick life we do take it for granted though we do we like there i mean we tell ourselves we're not going to but we as humans actually do and that's why i've I've created that routine at a specific point in my day and i feel after workout because a lot of times we have to push ourselves to exercise to be physically active and there are a lot of people who don't have the opportunity to even do that that aren't fortunate to be able to move their bodies freely and to uh you know have that activity available to them so i think we should look at you know exercise as not a chore but as something that we should be grateful for yep that's a gift to us to be able to continue to do that and to to move our bodies freely without pain and that's one point i'd like to make um a good point number two is just to shift your outlook you know, a lot of us fall into the like when then thinking, like when I get such and such, then I'll be happy. Yeah. When I lose 10 pounds, then I'll be happy. When I get my own island, I'll be happy when I'm <laughs> on my scooter well, kind of thing. And so what we do is we make our happiness reliant on some external thing. And it may be something that's not completely out of our control. And right. when we do that to ourselves, we're just setting ourselves up to be miserable. I remember a coworker had told me he had a friend who every day had made the decision he would just have a good day. So he would wake up in the morning and part of his routine was, <laughs> uh, you know, today I'm going to have a good day. You know, there's always a saying, if you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Yeah. And it really is a, a lot about mindset. It is a lot about mindset. Like, you know, setting yourself up to fail. Well, you're going to you thinking you're going to fail, you're probably going to fail. Right. You know? And if you want to have a good day and you want to be content, it goes put the other your way mind, too. Put your yeah. mind in that mindset. Yep. Put your mind in that mindset. Set your mind in that mindset and it'll happen. I don't know this song, honey. What song is this? Did you just make this up? <laughs> set yes. your mind in the mindset. 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 I know it's a good episode when I have to turn away from the mic. <laughs> And, uh, and laugh. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's a good episode for those listening, but I'm wow. getting a good laugh out of it. So we're yeah, we're a little little late with this one, but we'll we'll get we are. We'll, we'll it, get it's back been to you know it's been summertime, yeah. and uh, now we're back to school and back into routines. I love the fall. The fall is like a fresh. The leaves start. are just starting to fall too. Like when I went to vote today. I noticed that there were leaves on the ground. It was a blustery day. It was a blustery day. I love, that's a great word, blustery. It is. And it, uh, it and is a very good. And today qualified yeah. as such a day. And we're, we proudly record our podcast out of St. John, New Brunswick in Canada. So we are, you know, the weather's just starting to get a bit cooler. And we're, you know, saying goodbye to the last few warm days of summer. T-shirt weather is dwindling. But I think September, though, you know, anybody who has kids going back to school in September, it is a time for reestablishing routines. Mm-hmm. It's like a New Year's Day kind of feeling. It for really me. is. Yeah. And we still haven't even really gotten into that routine. Like, you know, school has just begun. Like the first full week of school is coming up. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> <laughs> Number three on happiness and contentment is just to break your buying habit. So for us, obviously, we've said it's not many, not really an issue, but a lot of our uh, listeners, I'm sure you've 
notice that we have a culture that we need to buy things to make us happy. Or if we're, we're feeling down, we'll buy something just to cheer ourselves up. Even uh, to people who don't really like to shop, that's, that's a good feeling. Like, I know that if I'm having a super bad week or whatever, like, it, feels, it feels good to go and buy a record and bring it home and listen to it. So I do. Over and over until I feel better. Until the house is filled with <laughs> thousands house... of records. Yes. That's simply, that's exactly the case, actually. Yeah. That's exactly where we're at amongst thousands of records. <laughs> Not thousands. <laughs> but I think people do do that. They try Hundreds to to fill that empty feeling, that sadness. They try to soothe it with something. And they try to go buy something instead of exploring what, what is the root cause of why you're feeling that yeah. way. And address that. And instead of band-aiding it with something that's going to cost you money. Number four, stop comparing yourself and your life to others. Mm-hmm. There will always Keeping be up people. With those Joneses. Yes, the Joneses are all over social media. And there will always be people who appear to be better off than you and seem to be having uh, you know, a perfect life. And we're really seeing the highlight reel for most people. Yeah, that's true. And I don't think that that's necessarily a negative thing. I think... When I do, I look after our social media for InfoQuench and you you sure know, we're, do. we're very active on uh, Instagram and Twitter and Facebook uh, as well. But Instagram, Check us out there. Yes, check us out. That was my subtle plug. Yeah. Instagram is where we're most active. But I, I definitely focus on putting positive content out there because I want our feed to be something that is a bright spot in people's day and cheers them up and or maybe something that makes them think a little bit. So I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing to put positive content out there, but I think as somebody who's consuming and digesting that content, we just need to keep in mind that it is the highlight reel and that there are other parts of that story we don't see and that if we did know them, we probably wouldn't envy them. Yes, that's right. So I think it's, you know, that's all part of not comparing yourself, knowing that we're each unique and we have our own unique circumstances. Everybody's messed up in their own way. I don't care who you are, who you're listening, who's listening or whatever. Everybody has, you know, you're not as you're not as uh, shiny as everybody expects you to be on the on Instagram. There's stuff happening well, in there, everybody's life. There is. And we often think that people do have this perfect life and that they don't have problems because they're not on display, but they are absolutely, you know, there. They're there for everyone. Mm-hmm. I recently was a, fortunate to be a guest on a podcast called Soul Sister Conversations. And you did a great job on that, too. Oh, well, thank you. But yeah. it was a really great conversation with Dana really Lloyd was. around the meaning of life. And you never know what impact you have on others, what's unique to you. You know, your life experiences and who you are are not the same as anyone else. You know, no one else on the planet is exactly like you. So that alone gives you your own unique life, your own meaning, your own impact. And so stand up and stretch to the sun <laughs> but and say, no, I am somebody. I am somebody. And, that, and for that reason, you shouldn't compare yourselves to others because no. there is no comparison. You yeah. are who you are and no one else is like you. Number five for happiness and contentment is just to help others. Mm-hmm. You know, I did talk a little bit about seasons of our lives and where we go through times of trying to acquire things. And then we, a lot of us are establishing families. And so we look for comfort and security. And then we sort of move on to a, a season where we're looking more for meaning and purpose in our lives. And a lot of people find that in service, you know, 
doing things in the community, offering their, you know, their skills and their knowledge as uh, in a volunteer capacity to get fulfillment and contentment. Number six, and this is the last one around happiness and contentment specifically, but just to be content with what you have, never, but never with what you are. Because, you know, sometimes people think contentedness is, uh, you know, basically saying, be complacent you know, be lazy. Don't, there's no need to do anything more. Just be content with what, what, where you're be at happy in life. with what you got. But the focus is not on being content necessarily with who you are. There's still always room to acquire knowledge, to continue growing, to continue learning and discovering. It's, uh, you know, so be content with what you have, but never with what you are. And that'll allow you to continue growing as a person. So, Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. We talked a lot about, you know, just different things that make you happy and content. We talked a little bit about duotangs and mopeds and buying islands. (laughs) Yeah. And and you had a song that you, it was top 10. Oh yeah. That's definitely going to be. How did it go uh, again? I I don't, something around mindset. What's your mindset? I can't remember now, (laughs) but it was pretty good. Guaranteed to be on the top 10 list. Uh, (sighs) It's gold. It's gold, Jerry. Gold, Jerry. So... Get going, make a don't want list, have some fun with it. Think about the things you used to want and you no longer want, and hopefully that'll allow you to be more content with where you are in life. Yes, for fun, just add one thing that you actually want as well, yes. like I did. <laughs> Thanks join, for listening, everybody. Join Jeff on his moped. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out past episodes and subscribe to keep up with what's new. You can find us anywhere you get your podcast, And why not leave a review? You can also follow InfoQuench on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Till Til next time. time.